Welcome to Building the Future, hosted by Kevin Horick. With millions of listeners a month, Building the Future has quickly become one of the fastest rising programs with a focus on interviewing startups, entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, and more. The radio and TV show airs in 15 markets across the globe, including Silicon Valley. For full showtimes, past episodes, or to sponsor the show, please visit buildingthefutureshow.com. Welcome back to the show. Today we have Nova Halavins. He's the founder and CEO at Antiland. Nova, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Kevin. Thank you for, for inviting me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show. I think what you guys are doing and have been doing at Antiland is actually really innovative and cool. But maybe before we get into all that, let's get to know you a little bit better and start off with where you grew up. Uh, all right. All right. So... Uh... I was born in Latvia. Okay, very uh, cool. I, I grew up there, and this country was a part of Soviet Union until uh, uh, '91. Uh, and um, uh, there, like uh, my childhood, well, it, it, these years were uh, were wild. Uh, um, when everything fell apart, um, and uh, so, like, th there was a, a lot of criminal activity, and so, for instance, when I was three years old, uh, uh, my father disappeared for a year and a half. Wow! Uh, and uh, well, when when he appeared, when we, when he came back home, so he he told uh, mom that he was afraid that uh, uh, somebody uh, would just. Uh, Kill, uh, kill us, and so he he made it look like he didn't have a family. Um, then he had alcohol problems, and um, well, um, and my mother was pretty depressed uh, for for many years um, of my life, um, and um, I, I can say that I didn't really have. Uh, intimate and uh, warm connection with my parents and uh, I still struggle to um, to connect to other people um, I, I feel uh, pretty anxious uh, while talking to people while meeting new people I project uh, the um, the traumatic behavior which uh, which I experienced in my childhood, I projected on other people. So let's say when somebody uh, makes uh, a kind of uh, emotion which reminds me of something in my childhood, I uh, I am triggered in a flashback. So I'm like I, I start dissociating. I my mind flies away, and uh, I can uh, lose myself in the conversation. Interesting. Okay, so walk us through kind of the rest of your childhood into your education, and then I want to dive into your career up until Antiland. Uh, yeah, well, uh, so I uh, I studied uh, at uh, at school with um, um, with uh, uh, with a lot of English language. Uh, and, okay. uh, 
later I went to university uh, to Moscow State Institute of International Relationships. So I, I come from Latvia, but uh, in our region, the most prestige, uh, the most luxurious and best university uh, to get in was particularly this one. And uh, uh, you would have to spend like 50 to $100,000 to just to get there. Uh, wow. But uh, I managed to get there for free uh, because I studied a lot. I was the best student in my school. Uh, and um, I also, uh, at the age of 15, uh, I created uh, the biggest educational platform in Eastern Europe. Um, currently, uh, this educational platform, uh, well, uh, as, as far as, as from what I remember, there, there was this website, Alexa.com, you know, like which had ratings of all the websites uh, all over the world. And in the field of education, it was number four globally when uh, I, I looked at it last time. Uh, so um, just because I created it and I was a, a great student, so like I worked hard, I studied hard, uh, uh, the uh, this Moscow uh, uh, Institute, this university, uh, they invited me to uh, to study there for free, and I was very happy. I studied uh, international economic relationships, um, and um, uh, on my uh, so on the second year of my studies, I. I founded the biggest business social network in Russia. Uh, it's called professionali.ru. Um, it's still the biggest. Um, um, and um, I made an exit from it uh, in uh, 2011. Uh, so I, I, I entered the university at 2007 and um, launched the network in 2008 and uh, and made exit in 2011 so just three years after that um after that i founded um one of the biggest daily deals websites uh in russia um it's called it was called shopaholic uh it was acquired in just six months after i launched it wow. uh, was acquired by uh a billionaire's structure, and we integrated it into a group of companies with 30,000 employees. Uh, and and uh, so it, it had uh, this group of companies had a bank, a loyalty club, like a retail chain. Uh, and um, but um, in um, so in 2014, um, when when uh, these political issues started happening between uh, Russia and Ukraine, you know this Crimea uh, question, um, everything just fell apart. Uh, all all the all these smart and educated um, foreigners I knew, which uh, which had executive positions in in Moscow and. Uh, in many companies, uh, in startups, in, uh, in in big companies, most of them left the country. Uh, the 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 currency in Russia de, de, de nominate, devaluated 
by more than 50%. Uh, all these stocks fell and uh, personally, so I suffered not just from that, but also because the, the group of companies uh, of, uh, of which we were a part of, uh, it also fell apart. Uh, they they had uh, they they found themselves in more than a billion dollar debt. They, they couldn't uh, uh, they uh, they couldn't return, and uh, so the uh, their creditors they they took over uh, all these companies, including mine, uh, and um, they thought at that time that all these internet companies are not a priority for this group of companies Interesting. and um and i found about that from from mass media and when i found out about that i had uh, had a very serious uh, issue uh, uh in my back uh, like i was uh, stressed so much uh i couldn't sleep wow uh, and so one of the discs in my spine, uh, L5S1, is in the lower back. Uh, it, it, it was blown up, and um, uh, the contents of it completely blocked the right nerve, uh, the, the nerve of my right leg, and I couldn't walk for two months. Wow. Um, at that moment, I, um, I, I, I had to reconsider everything I was doing. And uh, one of the uh, uh, one of the best choices I made at that time was uh, to give up on Russia and uh, um, uh, and and go to the United States. Uh, I actually I was dreaming about moving to California since I was uh, a kid, uh, but Russia had a lot of potential and um, like. It's it's an emerging market, you know. It was an emerging market where everything was growing like mushrooms, you know. And um, uh, you you could well if you did the right thing, you could get rich uh, really fast. And so I was tempted by this, and um, um, and I suffered from it as well. So when I when I had this uh, problem with my back and I couldn't walk, I, I thought, okay, so I'm gonna change something in my life. I don't want to end up like this, uh, stress so much, um, you know, take so so much risk, um, and um, I want a safer place for for myself and also for my soul, and. Um, and for this, for my soul, I started building an app. It was actually my first mobile app. Um, I I bought a book uh, on Swift. Uh, this so it's a language that helps you build apps for uh, for iOS for Apple phones. Yeah. And uh, in two weeks, I launched a very very simple app uh, with a very simple idea that. Um, you can uh, send uh, a message anonymously uh, to any of your uh, friends, uh, and uh, they can reply to it, not knowing who uh, who the founder of this conversation is. Interesting. Um, and so, it, it and I launched it, and uh, in just few days, uh, a lot of people uh, started 
like playing with it and uh, even uh, like even the uh, the editor of uh, uh, one of the biggest TV channels in Russia got a message from that from there from from one of his friends which was a joke uh, so like uh, but this joke uh, so they made an article about that online <laughs> they, 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 they wrote a post about it. Uh, about this joke and how silly this app is that I built, <laughs> and um, well, it it, um, it attracted a lot of traffic. And uh, when when this traffic got inside of this this app, uh, so I made a chat room, one group chat for for all these people, and called it support. So like so that everyone could send a message there. Uh, and uh, tell me what they think about the app or what should I change there. And people were not talking about the app. They were just starting, started meeting each other. They started talking to each other and having fun. Like uh, complete strangers started talking about all kinds of stuff. Um, and uh, the engagement increased significantly and then i started creating more group chats for them based on their interests and uh, the engagement increased increased again uh so so uh, um i was i was there just you know trying to uh, to help people communicate and have fun uh and i, I had my fun fun myself and so later in in like uh, in several months after that, I completely turned off this functionality of anonymous messages to your friends because it was not important anymore. People started using the app for a completely different purpose. Uh, they started talking anonymously uh, to random strangers, not to to their friends, but to, to random strangers. And I found it even more uh, therapeutic for myself. So um, at first, the idea was why I wanted to, uh, to let people uh, share something anonymously. So the problem was, um, so at that time, I was still like, uh, this were my last days in Russia, like in, in, uh, in just a few months after that, I, uh, I, I left. But so uh, this were the last days, and um, I had money in one of the banks, which I knew uh, was was going to bankrupt in in a week. Uh, so I knew that because I knew the uh, the shareholders of this bank who took all their money out of this bank. Okay. And uh, I knew like a lot of my friends held their money in this bank. And I also knew the laws that, well, like you, if you publish something like this online, uh, you, you're going to provoke like a massive panic. And so uh, people won't be able to get their money out at all. And so I just wanted to notify a few of my friends um, about this uh, so that they would be able uh, to take care of their money. You know, so when I launched it, so people started using it for other reasons as well, not really good ones. Uh, I, I, I don't mean like many people started using it. I, I would say like about 5%. And that became uh, the first and uh, big challenge for this app. Uh, so like 
anonymity gives a lot of space for uh, for being your true self for being able to share um, something honestly and openly like not being afraid of any judgment because you know like well you you can say so in in, in Antelan, you can you can join Antelan and say something like you can reveal or all, all your secrets all your all your weaknesses to other people and uh, nobody will ever find out uh that that behind this avatar of like a turtle or a, a lion uh there is this guy uh kevin horrock yeah interesting or or nova Helens. no nobody will be able to find this out and and so um it, it's it's a really it's a great tool to to share what's hidden deep inside of you uh but but anonymity also provides space for you know for criminals for um, for prostitution for uh, for for drug uh, trafficking right so sure. uh, and um, and i thought no i don't i don't want my network which was built for particularly well different and very very good reason uh, uh, I don't want it to become a place uh, for for that dirt, and um, so I made a mission that I need to make it the safest anonymous chatting app in the world, and um, uh, I started well. I started building different algorithms, and uh, I built uh, more than six hundred different algorithms wow. analyzing the behavior of of the users. Uh, there's also machine learning on top of that, uh, which main priority is to make the place safe. And so how do we know that the place is safe? Uh, we, um, um, we have different metrics to, to track the satisfaction of our users and like their mood in the app. And uh, we want to make sure that even the most sensitive people uh can feel good uh in the app they can can feel safe communicating to other people anonymously uh and uh, well these algorithms they're very strict um you know if you look at our reviews we we have uh, well in the united states alone like on the app store we have 80 80 000, uh, reviews uh, on google play i don't remember maybe thirty thousand. Uh, but uh, total, we have around 300,000 reviews globally. And um, uh, our average rate is 4.2. And um, most of the people are super excited about how, how they can connect to other people, how, how can they meet other people like authentically uh, and like not being afraid of judgment, uh, you know, like it's, it's the the pure the, the true connection so when you're when you're open and honest when you don't hide anything um and so but the uh, most of the one star reviews uh literally like 90 percent of them come from the people who were banned from the network ah. uh, and they complain that like we're too strict we're uh we're like uh you, you know like <laughs> 
uh, somebody compared me to to a Nazi uh, just for you know for creating filters uh, which do not allow that person to share porn in the app. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Okay. That's um, yeah. Well, that's funny. That's funny. But so th this is like uh, the, the the drawback. So like we we managed to create a safe environment. But you can't talk about everything you want there. Uh, so, like, you can't talk about any illegal uh, stuff there. You you can't uh, you can't talk easily about sex, even if you like a person. If you like a person, you want to talk about sex. You have to have uh, some interactions with each other. And when the system believes that uh, you're like you're not harmful to each other. Uh, then you can establish more intimate connection, uh, build a family, whatever. Um, yeah, actually, this app helped a lot of people to build families. Our first marriage was uh, when we had only 10,000 downloads. Wow. Uh, and people, so they were from completely different regions, and they would never meet each other on apps like Tinder, Badu, like Match, uh, uh, or Facebook. So they uh, they wouldn't be able to meet there because of how these networks are structured. But Antiland is structured so it's like it's based mostly uh, well not on where you come from or uh, or like who who are your friends. Uh, it's uh, it's mostly it, it connects you with the people uh, who. Um, who has who have similar interests to you, and uh, how do you find out about your interests? Well, it depends on how you communicate uh, in the app, uh, uh, what you're talking about, uh, and so the the app is uh, is trying to adapt to you and um, uh, help you find uh, group chats and communities, uh, which uh, which would be a, a good a, a good uh, place. Uh, for you and for your soul. Interesting. No, I, I think it's actually quite fascinating that you've created this community with anonymous chat that has like tens of millions of users using this thing. And obviously I think in today's day and age with all the controversy going around with other apps and, and moderation being kind of at the top of your priority list and, and making sure that, you know, le illegal stuff or bullying or, or other things that aren't acceptable, um, people get banned from, I think is super important. But, and I think you touched on this, but I want to re-mention it again, is with that, with tens of millions of people using an app all the time, what do you think your kind of secret sauce is to keeping those people engaged? Because I think a lot of new apps have trouble just getting people to download it, never mind keep coming back and using it. Do you think it's the safety around everything? Do you think it's a bit of the fact that they can be truly anonymous? Is it a handful of things? Or, or what's your thoughts or recommendations for others that are trying to do something similar? Uh, well, uh... <laughs> You know, so this is not the first company I created. So uh, every every IT company I created uh, attracted millions of users. Right. Every. Uh, and uh, so uh, the secret sauce is not about anonymity or uh, or a kind or a future. 
or, or you know, or, or like, or marketing. It's it's not about that at all. Okay. Uh, the secret sauce is uh, uh, is just uh, solving the prob your personal problems and and the problems of your clients. It's uh, it's not about like creating like finding a market and you know creating a future which would attract as many people as possible. I'm not into that. Uh, I, I well, I created the app for myself. I, I wanted to uh, to share some stuff anonymously, um, and I couldn't find any decent app anywhere which would do what I wanted. So if there was an app like that, I would use it. So I, I, that's for sure. Uh, I use different apps, uh, so like I don't build them all the time. So, uh, uh, but I build stuff when I can't find a solution on the market. So, uh, uh, whatever you're struggling from, like whatever problem you have in your daily life, uh, solve it. Just solve the problem, and and uh, and don't look around. Uh, I mean, like like. Don't try to compete with others. Just uh, just make the best possible product to solve your damn problem. Interesting. I, I think that's actually really good advice because you could spend so much time focusing on what your competitors are doing where you, you lose focus of your roadmap and your true vision for what you're trying to do. You might succeed, you might fail, but at least at the end of the day, you know that you stuck with your true kind of vision, correct? Uh, correct. And uh, at the end of the day, it's, like, it's also like if you're solving your problem, so you at least uh, you're achieving something because you're solving your problem. Well, I mean, so even, even like if you didn't reach the market, at least you solved the problem. Interesting. Yeah, no, I 100% I agree. That's that's interesting. So how do you guys monetize the platform then? Because that's got to be tricky in itself. Uh, yeah, in the beginning, so I, I I decided that there 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 wouldn't be no ads in the app. Okay. Uh, like I hate ads. I hate sure. them. It's, uh, they distract my attention. Uh, so it's like they're manipulating me. I, I hate it. It's uh, it's it's interfering in my mind. Uh, and so um, uh, I thought, okay, so there would not be no will be no ads. And uh, I thought, okay. Uh, I don't even know if I'm, uh, if I, well, I thought I didn't even know if I was going to monetize it at all. Uh, I just wanted to make a service that would help people uh, expressing their true selves. And, um, um, but when we started growing really fast and uh, my servers started crashing like every day, <laughs> um, I thought, okay, so, uh, okay, okay. So my burn rate increases and, uh, like, uh, uh, probably next month I'm gonna sell my, uh, apartment just to keep the app growing. Interesting. Uh, and, uh, well, I had, so th there was this moment in, um, it was, um, uh, it was, it was in the beginning, in the beginning yeah, it, no, it was December 2015. So I launched the app uh, in May 2015 um, in Latvia. 
Then uh, in the United States, it was released in September. But okay. in December, uh, so in just three months after releasing it in, in globally, um, I, I, I looked at the numbers and I thought, okay, so I have three months to survive. I mean, like uh, I need to find a solution. Um, either I raise capital or, um, or, I, or I monetize the app. But my, my previous experiences in uh, raising capital, well, so I uh, totally, I raised capital nine times already. Okay. Um, and um, so I, I dealt with uh, different people and, uh, you know, not, not all investors are, uh, are kind and uh, <laughs> supportive. Uh, some of them are here to screw, screw you. And, um, and you don't know that until, until they're just uh, having the right time to do that. Um, and, uh, well, I didn't want to risk that. And, uh, I, I also knew that if you have only three months, uh, to find capital, well, um, there is a really, really high chance of getting a bad investor. Um, and, um, so, um, I thought, okay, I will focus on, on monetization. But I don't want anyone to pay for the service. I don't want anyone to pay for the functionality we have now. And uh, and I thought, okay, but which functionality should they pay for? I, I want everything to be free. Uh, how do I make it possible? And you know, I just reached out to the audience and I asked them, okay, guys, like I have a problem. <laughs> I'm I'm about to go bankrupt in three months. Uh, what would you like to pay for? <laughs> interesting, smart, but interesting. Okay, so what did you hear back? Yeah, and so uh, so this network uh, it offered uh, it offers and offered at that time uh, so different uh, cute avatars uh, when you join the app. So you join the app and you choose one of uh, one of many avatars. So these avatars are are adorable. They're all smiling, and uh, these are like different birds, animals, uh, insects, uh, even dragons. Uh, sure. And uh, personally, I spent four hours on each of them uh, to, well, designing the concept of each of them. So because like we, we need to, you know, we need to fit uh, a, a kind of um, image, uh, very recognizable image in, uh, 16 to 16 pixels. Right, sure. Uh, <laughs> so it's challenging. How, how do I make it look, uh, how do I make a cat look like a cat, you know? Uh, <laughs> so uh, so um, it was a challenge. And well, we, we, uh, we managed to do that. And um, uh, and, and so the, 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 the clients, they, they, they said like, well, uh, why don't you make make us some exclusive avatars which we would be able to buy for money? And, and I thought, well, uh, that's not a problem. Uh, that's not a problem at all. Um, but then I thought, well, how about you know uh, uh, differences, class differences in people? Like, isn't it going to emphasize it? Or well, uh, no, interesting. Uh, how do I make this real what they want me to do 
and also make it possible for anyone to get it for free. Uh, and so that's how I came to this karma system. Uh, so uh, karma system, well, many, uh, several different apps have their scores or karma. Uh, so in our app, it works like this. Uh, you do good deeds to our community. Uh, so you, you, you help us grow and you, you chat, you help other people. You're, you're like being kind to them. Uh, empathic, and other people are happy about how you're communicating to them. Uh, you get karma for this, karma points. Okay. And uh, so uh, karma points are like your social status in the app. And so the more karma points you have, so probably the more uh, chatty and, well, kinder person you are in conversations. And... Um, you can not not just collect karma, but you can also spend it on upgrading your profile. So that's how you can change your avatar. You can even diff put different accessories on top of that. Uh, it, 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 looks, it looks really cool. Like when you when you go into the app, it you know it feels like uh, like Burning Man in your pocket. Like so different communities and people wear different masks and different uh, different accessories which look really strange and funny uh, and they just chat about everything they want um, so um, uh, yeah uh, so to get the most exclusive uh, avatars so like dragons uh, you have to either spend about two years uh, helping, well, like chatting, helping our community grow, uh, and then you can get it. So on average, it takes two years for a person to get a dragon for free. Okay. Or, or, you, or let's say you can uh, spend uh, $2,000 and get it for the money. Um, so um, th that's your choice. If you spend the money, you also help us grow. You actually help us survive. You help us pay for the servers. You help me hire new, smart, interesting people onto the team to make this app better. Um, so um, when you help our community, uh, you, you get, you, you get um, different uh, exclusive ways of um, expressing yourself through your social image in this in this app. Interesting, and okay, so th no, that's an interesting. I guess it's not really any different than in kind of the freemium model that the video game industry's adopted. Correct? Like you can you play for free. There's in-app purchases, or you can kind of just keep playing and, and working through the levels until you can get something for free based on, um, in your case, karma. But is that kind of fair to say? Yeah, it's uh, it, it's similar to that. But, you know, most of these, these games, uh, they, uh, uh, well, they part of the content, like it's impossible to get it for free. You know, like it's, uh, they yeah, either sure. sell it for money only or uh, the, 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 uh, the number of points you need to get is so high uh, that, that you just can't do that. Uh, 
and well, but yeah, the, the, the general idea, so it's, it's, it's a bit of gamification. Yeah, so it's a bit of uh, RPG uh, in, in this app. So, so this, this avatars, you know, like uh, uh, they're like, they're help, help people to like uh, role play with each other. Uh, and so, yeah, they collect uh, different points. They can spend these points uh, uh, on different stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, uh, we also have like artifacts. Uh, it's uh, uh, you can uh, you you can like buy uh, uh, like a rose or a teddy bear and send it to someone. It, it will be like his artifact in the app. Uh, it will also be shown on his profile. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a bit of uh, gamification. Got you. So I'm curious then, how do you decide which new features to actually roll out? Because any major changes that you make to an app of this size with this many users can go over very well or the complete opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. You asked me about the challenges. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because I just uh, uh, I, I feel that I want to sleep, and sometimes I I just like flying away, you know, uh, seeing a dream while while we're talking. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, um, okay, the challenges. Yeah. Um, well, uh, again, it's uh, the the biggest challenge of our network is. The fact that we're we're working in the field of anonymity, and um, um, currently, uh, so our filters and our our machine learning, our team of moderators, we have more than eighty moderators uh, uh, in the app. Uh, they 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 work really really well. Uh, you know, in comparison to other apps, uh, if you just search like chat on the app store you know you can find a lot of other apps uh, sure. uh, or anonymous yeah search for anonymous and download every app and you know you you can find so much inappropriate stuff immediately uh it's shocking well it's it's actually shocking that even uh you know uh, even on instagram and facebook you get inappropriate stuff uh still you know uh, but um yeah, well, on Antiland, like we filter like too much, you know. Uh, we, we're just uh, our position is that we better filter more content than we uh, miss something. Sure. Um, so, um, um, but different different countries and different authorities, uh, they um, they they are afraid of this word uh, anonymity and. Uh, for instance, now uh, the there is a challenge in Korea, in, in South Korea, for us. Uh, so we received uh, a letter from their government uh, demanding us uh, to remove the app uh, from uh, from their store, um, for, from a Korean app store, um, until we. Uh, verify our clients uh using documents uh, interesting well that's you know like um well i think that's actually a really smart request i personally believe that 
uh, it would be wise to verify every user on, to, on the internet using a document. Um, just uh, you know to prevent uh, to prevent them from from doing the illegal stuff, um, but um, but here uh, you know we we filter so much already and like where where's the safest anonymous app out there and uh, uh, they uh, they just don't like the word anonymous and and they they uh, they want our clients not to be anonymous. Um, well, um, I uh, I believe that later, uh, well, maybe a few other Asian countries uh, may may join the same path. Well, you know, China they are very very strict. Uh, uh, we're currently available in China, but uh, you have to use VPN. Uh, so right. we're we're blocked just like Facebook and other social networking apps. Uh, uh, by uh, so by their giant firewall, um, yeah. But so I think so the the image we get um, from people. So how 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 authorities who don't know who we are, how they see us, is a challenge for us now. So, uh, and some 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 people in general audience as well. You know some uh, some people when they see the app for the first time, they, they, they think it's something, you know, like a dark net or something or, um, place for something illegal, but, uh, it's, it's completely about other stuff. It's about, uh, being able to connect to each other and, uh, share, share what's, what's deep in your heart anonymously, uh, safely, honestly. Uh, it's about that. Uh, well, some 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 authorities don't understand that, and we uh, we have to prove that. We also had to prove that a lot to Apple and Google, um, because uh, their uh, team of moderators who uh, you know who didn't play with the app enough, uh, yeah. who just uh, looked at the title, uh, they uh, they they also had concerns, and we we had to. Uh, address these concerns and uh, write different legal documents and uh, uh, also prove, uh, explain to them how it works, why why it's safe and so on. And uh, yeah, and we, we made a success. Uh, we made a huge success. You know, in the beginning, in in the into yeah in the, in the early beginning uh, on Google Play, our app was uh, removed uh, five times. Wow. Um, and, um, yeah, that was until, um, we figured out all the right, uh, algorithms, uh, to, to make Google sure that we're safe. Interesting. Then, but how do you deal with those countries requests to pull it out of the store? Do you just kind of ignore them or how do you handle that? Because in a lot of cases they can't really they can't really dictate what Google or Apple allows in their country store, correct? It's up to Apple and Google. Uh, yes, well, it, it is up to them, but uh, so we received this request from Apple. Uh, so like oh. Apple received the request from, from the Korean government. I got you. And, uh, and then they sent it to us and they said, and they said like, uh, guys, uh, uh, so it's uh, so there's an issue in, in Korea, and uh, you um, please address it with the government, or 
or remove the app from the store. Uh, and so we started communicating with the Korean government and uh, um, yeah, we, we uh, uh, it's going to be a long and interesting journey. And uh, until we uh, we manage to prove them uh, and explain everything, so we we won't be available in Korea anymore. Actually, uh, we removed the app uh, from Korean uh, App Store uh, about twelve hours ago. Um, and um, yeah, it's, uh, we received the letter from them in December and we, uh, we we promised to remove the app uh, by February the 5th if uh, if we don't uh, manage to uh, well to get a well a kind of appro a, a approval from Korean government um, well um, as to me you know like uh, in, in Asian countries, well, uh, you know, Korea, China, well, uh, well, that, that, well, at least in just uh, these countries, uh, uh, the uh, the political re regime and um, um, and uh, well, the social structure is is quite different. Here in the Western world, we respect uh, everyone's rights and privacy and. Uh, and we still have problems with that, but uh, we are a more open society. Uh, but uh, if we if we if we if we are not able to get back to Korea, well, uh, well then then that's it, you know. If if somebody from uh, uh, from Middle East does something like that, uh, well. Uh, all right, so they they don't want that they don't want their their uh, their citizens to be able to uh, communicate to each other uh, in such uh, safe uh, anonymous environments. So they don't they don't want it. They don't they want to control it. Well, so then it's the choice of their citizens way where they want to live. You know. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. No, that that's actually really quite fascinating. But sadly, we're coming to the end of the show. So how about we close with mentioning where people can get more information about uh, you guys and Antiland and actually download the app and try it out? Uh, yeah. So uh, you just uh, you just go to Google Play or uh, Apple Store and. Uh, Search for uh, anti land, uh, anti a n t i land, uh, or you can search, you know, anonymous chat. Uh, I think we're number one. We've been number one anonymous chat on both platforms all over the world for the last three years. So uh, it, you will see there this uh, a logo. Um, in a, there's a cat mask in the message bubble. Uh, so it lo looks like a Batman mask, probably a little bit. Uh, so, uh, and uh, that's us. Uh, just, you just try it, you know, uh, just, just open it uh, and join any chat room and just start talking to about everything that's deep in your heart. Uh, I promise it's going to be a very interesting journey uh, because even the fact that you just release these feelings from yourself, it's going to be therapeutic for you, even this fact. But you will also get support in understanding from 
people just like you. And that's, that creates a, uh, intimate bonds between people. And it's a very pleasant feeling. Uh, so I highly advise you to do that. No, very cool. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be on the show. And I look forward to keeping in touch with you and have a good rest of your day. Uh, thank you very much, Kevin. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please visit our website at buildingthefutureshow.com to join the free community, sign up for our newsletter, or to sponsor the show. The music is done by Electric Mantra. You can check him out at electricmantra.com and keep building the future.